Welcome back to the art of self-expression. I'm Morgan Day Cecil and we're wasting no time getting into the juicy stuff. In this episode, I'm going to tell you my bikini baptism story, which will make you cringe or cheer, probably both in equal parts. And my hope is, along with giving you a good laugh, you'll also receive a heavy dose of psychic permission to get over your secret or not-so-secret fear of public humiliation, which is always tied to self-expression. Be honest, how many times have you held back your joy, sat on your hands, or silenced your own voice because of a fear of looking stupid. Yep, we're gonna dive into that. And we're also gonna dive into the feminine art of seduction and how it's spiritually connected to the art of self-expression. I know you may be thinking, what? For context, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm your personal guide to feminine embodiment and spirituality, somatic healing, and business leadership. My clients think of me as their encouraging big sister that they never had but always wanted and I'm honored to be that for them. I'm the queen of giving women permission to be fully who they are, letting all parts belong, especially the parts that don't seem to fit together or don't even seem to go together. Here's what I mean. I am a woman who loves God and sexy selfies. We'll learn more about that in a future episode. I am a woman who has been studying Eastern wisdom traditions for 20 plus years and getting closer to Jesus at the same time. I am a woman who delights in motherhood and sexy date nights with her husband. I am a woman who has taught herself how to come back to life after dark night of soul, after dark night of soul, after dark night of soul, through resilience and the art of self-seduction, which we'll be talking about here today. I am also a woman who has cultivated a masterful ability to shapeshift from mother to lover, from guide to friend, from CEO to sacred fool, all in one day. I believe being multifaceted is part of our divine feminine brilliance and birthright, and the energetic skill of shapeshifting is a hallmark of free self-expression. The multifaceted, all parts belong, shapeshifting nature of women is something that scares the heck out of conventional ways of thinking because it means a woman can't be pinned down or put into a box. It means we can't be figured out or controlled, which is something false authorities hate. And what I mean by false authority, we'll talk about in an upcoming episode, along with how to tap into your true authority, which is so important if you want to feel confident expressing yourself and your gifts in the world. Now that you have a little bit of my personal context for what I mean about all parts belonging, let me give you some historical context. For the past 2,000 years, women have been given pretty much only two options, maybe three, mother, whore, or none, religious person. But as any woman who has acquainted herself with her own soul knows, there are far more than just two facets to the feminine and to hell with choosing just one. I see a future where we've written a new story around the holy woman, a version of holy that reflects wholeness, not perfection or holier than thouness. Stereotypes need to be challenged. The stereotype for the good Christian wife or mother, for example. And boxes in my world are meant to be danced on. This is where self-expression becomes more than just a creative outlet, but actually a spiritual calling and a spiritual practice for me. And it's an invitation for it to become a spiritual practice for you too. So what is embodied self-expression? Simply put, it's feeling safe enough to be who you are in every circumstance, in every area of your life, Here's my premise. Self-expression is the most 
natural thing in the world when the conditions are right. That's the premise we're starting with. And we also got to start with the acknowledgement that the conditions in the world we live in are rarely right. It doesn't often feel supremely safe to be who we are, to bring all of who we are to our relationships, to social media, to our work environments. But what if it could be? Self-expression is the most natural thing in the world when the conditions are right. The old way was to wait and hope for the people around us to create those conditions for us, to give us permission to be who we are. The new way, what I'm teaching you, is how to change the game by learning how to create the conditions for yourself. What is the benefit of this? It's huge. The benefit of confident self-expression is you're gonna like yourself a whole lot more because you're gonna feel integral with yourself. You're gonna feel that inner coherence and resonance with your insides and your outsides match. You're gonna like being in your body. You're gonna feel cozy in your own skin. You're gonna feel good enough just being you, just being who you are. You're also gonna feel way more confident and connected in your relationships as a wife, as a girlfriend, as a mother, as a friend, as a boss, you're going to be able to bring who you are to these relationships and establish healthy boundaries so that your needs and desires are heard and you can create win-win generative outcomes for all. You're going to show up way better in your job, whether you work for yourself or somebody else, because you're going to be operating in your zone of genius more often. You're going to be able to locate that zone and operate there and dedicate your energy to the task at hand. And your precious energy is going to be going towards higher performance because your energy isn't going to be going to your trauma adaptations anymore. Just trying to figure out how people are perceiving you, how to read the signs. Are you being accepted? Are you being judged? You're just going to be able to operate in your natural state. When you have inner security, you're not going to be so bothered by that raised eyebrow or that strange tone of voice or that weird email. You're just going to be able to stay in your zone and get the job done. And you're also going to be able to unplug more. One of the key benefits of embodied self-expression is presence. And what I always tell my clients is your presence is your power. So if you want to be more effective in the world, more attractive, magnetic, captivating in all of your relationships, you want to be present. The third benefit is freedom, freedom. There is some aspect of your life right now, I guarantee it because it's true for all of us, where you are currently hiding. And you've probably been hiding there for a long time. But imagine what it would feel like to be safe, to be who you are. This could be the biggest healing of your life. This freedom is what you came for. Timothy Keller says, says to be loved but not known is comforting but superficial. To be known and not loved is our greatest fear. But to be fully known and truly loved is, well, a lot like being loved by God. To be fully known and truly love is what makes self-expression the most natural thing. And because you're not a child anymore, you don't have to wait for your parents to create those conditions for you. You are a full-grown woman and you get to create those conditions for yourself. How do you do that? Well, that's why I'm here. Number one, we got to heal that trauma. Big T and little t trauma. I love how Dr. Valerie Rain defines trauma as any experience that makes you feel unsafe in your fullest self-expression and leads to developing trauma adaptations to keep you safe. 
I'm going to get into this in the next episode. Number two, overcome imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome holds so many women back. And anytime you're imposter syndrome, it means you're stuck in your head. In episode five, we're going to talk about how to overcome it. Number three, boost creative self-expression and expand your imagination. This is so much fun and my particular forte. This is my zone of genius and area of expertise, and I'm so excited to share it with you. We're going to dive into this in episode six. Now, how do you do all of this? How do you heal trauma? How do you overcome imposter syndrome and conditioning like good girl conditioning? How do you boost creative self-expression and expand your imagination? This is where the feminine wholeness method comes in. The framework of coming home to yourself, mind, body, and spirit so that you can live in the world as who you really are. You get to enjoy that feeling of being fully known and truly loved. And you get to enjoy living in a world where your authentic self-expression is the most natural thing. I love teaching on feminine spirituality and the holy side of seduction. It's square one when I teach the art of feminine self-expression because most women have never heard this information before. It is a whole new worldview and paradigm shift, so get ready. What I want every woman to know is how much beauty, truth, and goodness lives in her body. And dang, is it sexy. I call it a woman's she power, her sexy, holy energy. And there is no such thing as authentic, embodied self-expression without it. It is the sacred well within that never runs dry. And when a woman can find her way back there, she will always be able to show up in her wholeness, be it in her career or her relationships. So what's the secret to getting back there? How do we get back to our sexy, holy energy, our she power? I'll tell you, I'm not holding any secrets back from you here. It's through delight. Delight is the way back to our she power and the door to authentic self-expression. Delight is the foundation of confident self-expression for each one of us. It is the antidote to self-doubt. It dissolves imposter syndrome, heals our trauma wounds, and makes people-pleasing and perfectionism no more. Let me tell you about the time I got baptized in a white bikini Pamela Anderson style. This will illustrate the point, the power of delight to overcome the fear of humiliation, fear, guilt, or shame, all of the above. So I was 25 years old and the desire, just the full on desire to give myself, my life, my body to Jesus came over me from near out of the blue. I wasn't raised in a church. I had spent the last year of my life reading all the sacred texts from Buddhism, Hinduism, Tantra, and Taoism, earning my master's in Eastern philosophy, and I loved it. But I was also pretty directionless and so tired of the double life I was leading as an academic slash party girl queen. Yes, I was a huge party girl, popping Adderall, eating Twizzlers, and drinking almost every night. So Jesus, get me out of my head and away from the drugs. I went to my grandma's church knowing it would be an easy in. The small parish where she belonged was getting older and sadly thinner every year. I got a meeting with the pastor and I told him my desire for Jesus and how I wanted to be baptized immediately. He asked me questions about why I wanted to become a Christian and I think I just made up answers on the spot because truth is being labeled Christian wasn't of any interest to me. My desire was Jesus. That's all I wanted. And I would do or say whatever he needed me to in order to get my desire. But when he was explaining Christianity to me and the formalities of baptism, I definitely zoned out because I caught nothing. 
and thought, what else do I need to know? My heart was on fire for Jesus. Just tell me the time to show up and get dunked. Well, when I was preparing for my actual baptism, I realized I was missing a few key pieces of information. Most importantly, what to wear. Of course, I wasn't going to go back and ask him because that would reveal how little I was paying attention when he was giving me the very important talk about becoming a Christian. Maybe he would decide I wasn't ready for Jesus or I wasn't cut out to be a Christian and I couldn't let that happen. My longing for the mystical beloved was too great. So I decided to use something my free-spirited nature rarely relied on in my life, which was logic. What to wear to a baptism. This was before Google was a verb. Hmm. Well, I thought definitely not clothes because that would be silly. Who wants to get their clothes all wet? And definitely not naked because this is a church. So of course, a swimsuit is the answer. But what kind of swimsuit? Before the question could even fully form in my brain, I knew the answer. White. A white swimsuit. Because white is obviously the symbol of holiness and purity and it's the appropriate bridal color. And this kind of felt like my own little shotgun wedding to Jesus. And oh my gosh, I actually already owned a white swimsuit. Perfect. I would wear my white bikini to my baptism. It wasn't until after I emerged from the water of the baptismal pool, hearing the shocking gasp from the front row, feeling the cling of the sheer satin robe to my 20-something breast-implanted triple-D bikini-clad body that I realized, oh shit, I did this wrong. But you know what instantly overpowered that horrible embarrassment and shame of public humiliation? My delight. I got the thing that I longed for and no one could take it away from me. Getting what your soul longs for, ladies, is such a powerful feeling, but not enough women experience it. Every woman has deep soul longings that will require her to step up her self-expression game, and she will succeed at getting what she wants if she trusts what's alive in her own body instead of getting lost in the gas from the crowd. And that is a big if. Fear of failure, of doing it wrong, and the worry what others think steals a lot of power and joy and success from women. Most women don't succeed at getting what they want out of life, not because they lack desire or worthiness or talent, but because they lack the right relationship with delight and self-expression. Let me ask you, how was self-expression, feminine self-expression, modeled for you growing up? How was delight modeled for you? What was your mother's relationship with longing like? Did you watch the mother figures in your life relate to longing through a lens of delight and embodied playfulness and fun? Or did you watch the mother figures in your life relate to longing through a lens of heartache, disappointment, and despair? A woman's orientation towards longing will either keep her prisoner to the crowd or affirm that she belongs to herself. How do you want to experience your womanhood? How do you want to dream forward your life, your career, your relationships? I've tracked two ways women can relate to their longing, and the way they relate to longing determines everything else. Come what may, the choice is yours. Will you despair in your longings? Because life is full of disappointment, and what if you're laughed at? If you actually go for it? Or will you delight in your longing? Because life is full of desire and goal achievements aside, you love how alive you feel in your body when you own what's yours, your delight. I don't have to tell you which one is more fun. 
But I probably have to remind you that you are allowed to have fun. You are allowed to have fun in this process, hear me. This process, this art of becoming the woman you're created to be, of expanding your self-expression can be so playful and fun. I don't know what you're supposed to wear to a baptism under the robe, but I bet you can get away with being baptized in a bikini too, if you so desire. The point is, delight is high form feminine spirituality and terror to conventional ways of being. Playful women are powerful women who get what they want. And when you begin the journey of honoring and reclaiming your longing, your desire, your delight, you inevitably unlock the sexy, holy energy powers within you, your she power. Delight is embodied feminine wisdom and intimacy with your own desire is the mystical door to true authority and self-expression. We've been fed all sorts of BS about how to get what we want in this world. The noise of the world tells us to work harder, hustle, marry him, be like her, work this formula, use this marketing tactic, blah, blah, blah. What I'm telling you is do the inner work you need to reclaim delight as part of your womanhood. Restore a sacred connection to your unique feminine longing and set yourself free in the realms of self-expression and beyond. This is how you'll get the best of what the world has to offer and how you'll be able to give your best to the world. Part of me choosing to do a podcast is to do something I've never done before to challenge myself to continue growing in self-expression because I believe we're meant to continue growing when we enter into new territories of growth, whether it's in a relationship, a new level of intimacy, a new career, a new challenge. We're always going to butt up against our upper limit around what feels safe, self-expression. And it's an opportunity to practice, all right, why do I want to do this? What are the benefits of self-expression? If you're here, it's because you want to grow. You want to know your potential. You want to become the best version of yourself possible. And in order to get there, it's going to require you to step into zones you're not currently comfortable with. And that's what's so great about self-expression is that it's going to grow you. It's going to grow you in the areas of your life where you're meant to develop more skills, more confidence, more clarity, more courage. And it's going to require you to heal old trauma, both big T stuff that may be there and also the little T stuff. It's also going to require you to overcome imposter syndrome, people pleasing, and all kinds of conditioning, including good girl conditioning. And here's the fun part. You get to expand your imagination around what's possible, to boost your creative self-expression, to let go of old identities of who you know yourself to be so that you can live into the woman you're actually created to be, the woman you desire to be. This is what we're doing here together. This is my experiment and challenge to myself, and I'm so happy you're along for the ride. Back when I began this work, before I developed any tools or frameworks around this, all I knew is that I desired freedom and fun. I desired it at the intersection of sexuality and spirituality, which for me was marked with a lot of shame. And I wanted it not just for me, but for all women. And I realized the way to make it easier for others, and specifically my daughter, for all those who are mothers out there, you'll understand this, is by becoming a signpost myself. So I dedicated my life to becoming masterful in this art. This is the path that I call feminine wholeness. It is not without trial or resistance or moments of self-doubt, 
but personal experience and hundreds of case studies from my clients and students has proven to me that the more a woman reclaims from the shadows, the easier and more fun it becomes to show up in her truth and to express herself freely in every area of her life. It's way better when we do it together. It also happens a lot faster. The women of the Embody Academy are kindred spirits and the work we do together every single week bolsters our boldness as individuals and in the collective. Whenever you're ready, you can check out the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if the Embody Academy might be right for you. So now I want to go a little deeper and explain how delight is closely related to seduction and the divine feminine. But first, open your Bibles, ladies. Just kidding. (laughs) You don't have to open your Bibles. But I am going to tell you, I learned this from reading and meditating on scripture. I wasn't searching for it, but it popped out of the page and it led me on this journey and here we are today. So one day in my morning practice, I was reading Proverbs and I read Proverbs 8, 22. It goes something like this. Love called and created me at the beginning of his work. I was the first of his acts of old and daily I was filled with delight. Daily I was filled with delight, rejoicing with love and all love's creation always. That word delight just jumped out at me. And I was fascinated. Okay, who is talking? Who is this daily filled with delight that was the first of God's acts of old? And how can I be a part of this? That's what I was thinking. The voice of this proverb is Sophia. Sophia is the feminine aspect, the feminine expression of God. I could dedicate a whole episode to her name. This episode, I just want to briefly introduce her to you because she is the queen of embodied feminine wholeness and wisdom and the ultimate archetype of feminine self-expression. Listen to Solomon and how he describes her. For wisdom is the fashioner of all things. In wisdom, in Sophia, there is a spirit that is intelligent, holy, unique, manifold, subtle, agile, clear, unpolluted, distinct, and vulnerable, loving the good, keen, irresistible, beneficent, humane, steadfast, sure, free from anxiety, all-powerful, overseeing all, and penetrating through all spirits that are intelligent, pure, and altogether subtle. Quite a woman. Now think about a woman you know, either in real life or online, that models confident self-expression for you. What do you notice about the way that she holds herself? how she dresses, how she speaks, how she laughs, how much lightness and levity she embodies, how much presence and radiance she exudes, how unique she is, how intelligent, how clear, how free from anxiety, how powerful, how irresistible she is. The light and all of its synonyms, pleasure, joy, gladness, excitement, amusement, bliss, is one of the things that marks genuine feminine wisdom and confident self-expression. We can't help but be seduced in the presence of a woman who embodies her delights. And here's the reason. Delight and seduction actually share a subtle energy signature. I had a hunch on this and I allowed my gut to guide me. I allowed Sophia to guide me. And down I went, down a rabbit hole of words. And the etymology of these two words reveals all. Here's what I discovered. Delight in Latin is delicere, and it means to entice, to lure away. Seduce in Latin is, and it means to draw aside or lead away. Do you see the similarities? It's unmistakable. 
both delight and seduction have an energetic quality of leadership. Something is happening. Movement is happening with delight, with seduction. The French philosopher Baudrillard was onto something when he noted the strength of the feminine is that of seduction. Seduction is all about expression, expression and leadership. It's your she power at work and I want to help you reclaim it. A spiritual practice of delight and an embodied practice of self-expression begins with the permission you give yourself to trust what lights you up. Just like I did when I was 25 years old, ready to be baptized in my white bikini. St. Augustine says we are all seduced and seducing. And I want you to begin by seducing yourself. Here's the truth. The world is noisy. And unless a woman gets so good at seducing herself, she is going to be seduced by the noise of the world because it's just so overwhelming. So here's what I want for you, ladies. For those who have upgraded, open your audio bundle and practice foundational tool number four. I want you to do it every single day for a week. This is one of those practices that brings a smile to my face every single time. It gets my clients laughing and the good energy flowing. And joy is such a natural confidence booster. If you haven't upgraded yet, no worries. You can do so via the link in the show notes or just do this second part of the homework. Your second part of the homework for everyone listening is to begin tracking your delights and noting your thoughts, feelings, and sensations when you are in a state of delight. Do you feel more keen on expressing yourself or less? More confident to share your gifts with others or less? More connected to your sexy, holy, and seductive powers as a woman or less? I already know the answer, and I think you do too, but it's really powerful to begin tracking and journaling this so you have the evidence on the page. Even though we live in a world that has demonized a woman's she power and seductive nature, I'm here to tell you the truth. Delight is your birthright, and seduction can be so holy. When it's leading you back to life, when it's leading those you love back to life, back to joy, it is the holiest thing in the world. It's the sacred well within you that never runs dry and it's your access to the divine feminine. So don't be afraid of your happiness or your pleasure, ladies. Your genius is hidden in the things that light you up. Throw yourself wholeheartedly into your joy. Dare to let your teeth show with a great big smile of bliss no matter who in the crowd is gasping at you. I'm going to leave you with the same wondrous possibility I share with every single woman day one of her enrollment in the Embody Academy. What if it were true that the only thing separating you from the woman you are created to be is the quality of your attention to delight? What if you believed me when I told you you can have anything that you want as long as you make it fun enough to have it because you can. And in the next episode, I'm going to tell you exactly why that is true. See you there.